Hello. Welcome to Discovering Jazz, where you and I together discover great music, picking up information to keep jazz old and new alive. My name is Larry Sademan, here in Edmonton, Alberta, Canada, sponsored by Peterborough Independent Podcasters. So, in this series of presenting what many jazz lovers claim are the best jazz albums of 2022, the question arises as to how I'm selecting which to play out of the 480 albums that have been given the nod by at least one of 97 reviewers as one of their top 10 or so albums. But since nobody's asked, no rush to explain. Instead, let's start with some music. Pianist Ethan Iverson from an album called Every Note is True, with Larry Grenadier on bass and Jack Dijonette drums.
goodness knows, pianist Ethan Iverson from the Every Note is True album. That album, just like many of the albums I'm playing, received only one vote. So how do I select them? Often I use a table of random numbers, which gives me a number from 1 to 480. Then I go down my list of jazz artists and uh, the 480 jazz albums arranged alphabetically by first name, and I select the number that comes up. I start with one track, then most often try a second one. And if it grabs me, I might even try a third one. But of course, that depends on how long the tracks are. For this next album, I listened to four tracks, and I liked all of them. It's Swiss drummer Florian Arbenz, and it's called Conversation Number 4, Vulcanized. I don't know where the vulcanized comes from, but the conversation for is due to his his ambitious mission to release 12 different albums utilizing 12 different constellations of musicians. He started last year with number one, and he's already at number eight. This one here, number four, consists of Cuban saxophonist Mikel Vistel and bassist Francis Mouton. And many of the same tunes are repeated from album to album. And I think it would be an interesting project to listen to all of the repeated tunes and their different versions. It would give us such a great window into the world of jazz. The tune I'm going to play, Eddie Harris's Freedom Jazz Dance, is played in six of the eight albums. I love the way they do it here in number four. Let's hear it. Thank you. 
Conversations number four, drummer Florian Arbenz. Now the same tune, with an ensemble led by the same drummer, but from an album released a few months later, number eight. This wasn't on anybody's best of list, but that could be, because it was released in December, too late for many lists. Or maybe people are getting satiated by the idea. With Wolfgang Puschnig, saxophones, Jorge Vistel, trumpet, Oren Marshall, tuba, and the drumming of the leader, Florian Arbenz, Freedom Jazz Dance. Florian Arbenz, the same tune, 
Freedom Jazz Dance from two different albums he released this year, or this past year. So that's a lot of mileage out of an artist who only received one vote in the Jazz Albums of 2022 polls, but I'm playing what I like. Next week, though, I'm going to behave and do a countdown of most of the 10 albums that received the most votes from reviewers and critics, each of which received anywhere from 13 to 31 votes for top 10 jazz albums of the year. Let me prepare you for that countdown episode by playing tracks from a couple albums that received six votes. Here's the Matthew Ship Trio with Ship on Piano, Michael Bizio, bass, and Newman Taylor Baker on drums. This is beyond understanding. No, not the music or why the album is so highly rated. No, from listening to a few tracks, I can very much understand that. Beyond Understanding is the title of the fifth track on the album. Here it is.
the Matthew Ship Trio. Another album very popular with jazz aficionados is called Voices of Bishara. Bishara is apparently an Arabic word meaning good news. The brains behind it is a drummer. Notice how many top-rated albums this year are fronted by drummers? Named Tom Skinner. Skinner co-founded the very popular British jazz funk political group Sons of Kemet, along with woodwind player Shabaka Hutchings. And Hutchings plays on this next tune, along with Nubia Garcia on saxophone, Karim Days on cello, and Tom Herbert bass. It's called The Journey, from the Voices of Bashara album, out of London, England, Tom Skinner.
Another great drummer-led ensemble, Tom Skinner from Voices of Bashara, featuring Shabak Hatchings. Next, an historical release with a strong Canadian flavor. The late saxophonist Pepper Adams with the Tommy Banks Trio, live from Room at the Top, from September 25, 1972, original recording by Mark Fazy, chosen best album by two reviewers, one from Jazz Enzo and the other from Bebop Spoken Here. And at the time this concert took place, I was a student at the University of Alberta, uh, and the Students' Union building is where Room at the Top was, and I went many times to the Room at the Top, how I missed this particular concert, I don't know. All the tracks on this live album are over 16 minutes long, with some amazing and almost constant playing from Pepper Adams and his baritone sax. It makes it difficult to play on a 60-minute podcast where I have so many records that I want to introduce you to. But good news. Pepper Adams' theme song, Tis, as written by Thad Jones, is only two and a half minutes long and is jam-packed with short but amazing solos by all the players. Drummer Tom Doran, electric bassist Bob Cairns, pianist Tommy Banks, and of course Pepper Adams himself. Here it is. Pepper Adams with the Tommy Banks Trio, a recently discovered recording from 1972. Now, I want to play a vocal guitar duo I just discovered. A singer named Kate Baker and her husband, guitarist Vic Juris, who passed away from cancer shortly after this recording was made in 2019. The album, called Return to Shore, was just released this past October, and I love their choice of songs and tasteful arrangements. It was hard deciding which tune to play, but I decided on one of my favorite standards, written by Alec Wilder and Lunas McGlowan, Blackberry Winter. Blackberry Winter Comes without a Just when you think that spring's around to stay And you wake up on her car 
Blueberry winter is not too far away. Beautiful version of that song by Kate Baker and the late Vic Juris. Let's stay with jazz that includes vocals, even if the vocals here function as being just another instrument. Mali Obamsuin grew up in ancestral lands in Quebec and Maine, studied upright bass at the Berkeley School of Music. She's an enrolled member of Abenaki First Nation at Odenac in Quebec, Canada. This album, Sweet Tooth, is her debut. It was rated by at least three reviewers as one of their top albums of 2022. And this track, her own composition, Lineage, evokes a period of over 12,000 years before the arrival of Europeans on Abenaki land. It includes, along with Obamsuan and bass and vocals, Savannah Harris, drums, Miriam El Hajli on guitars, Alison Burrick, bass clarinet and alto sax, and Taylor Hope Bynum on cornet and flugelhorn. Mally Obamsuan.
Malio Bamsuan. Lineage from her Sweet Tooth album. A little over 10 minutes left in this episode. Part 3 of some of the best of 2022, according to people who really know their jazz. And I have so many records I'd like to play. Let's go with one that's very high in terms of the number of reviewers who placed it in the top ten, having received eight votes, an album called Living Sky by the Sun Ra Orchestra. Let me give you a brief history. Sun Ra was an American keyboardist, composer, and poet who formed his orchestra, spelled A-R-K-E-S-T-R-A, in the mid-1950s, which he led until his death in 1993. Ra claimed to be from Saturn, and his music was considered by many to be quite bizarre, especially for the time. One of his band members was Marshall Allen who is now 98 years old, and after Sun Ra's death, he took over the orchestra and is the leader in his current album. And from hearing him play, you'd never guess he was that old. The track I'm going to play from this new album is one Sun Ra previously recorded. It's called Chopin, based on Chopin's Prelude in A Major. From this album, I listened to their version of When You Wish Upon a Star and Chopin, based on Chopin's Prelude in A Major. And for both of these, to the non-fan, it might sound like a lovely arrangement being ruined by the blasts of Marshall Allen's squeals, as well, at least in the Chopin track I'm going to play, the high-pitched French horn of Vincent Chauncey. There's also that back and forth between what is in the foreground and what is in the background. Both these pieces, though, become quite intriguing as you get into it. It's been described as feeling like planets in orbit. Chopin, but the Sun Ra Orchestra off this year's Living Sky album. Thank you. 
Hard to believe that Marshall Allen is 98 years old, isn't it? That's the Sun Ra Orchestra, Chopin. That, not usually my cup of tea, but I have to confess that I quite like that. Okay, last selection for this week. It's an album by one of the great drummers in jazz, Al Foster. It's called Reflections, with Chris Potter on tenor sax, Nicholas Payton trumpet, Kevin Hayes piano, Vicente Archer on bass, and the veteran Al Foster on drums. It's a jazz standard by Sonny Rollins called Pent Up House, and well, you can't compare it with the original, with Rollins, Clifford Brown, Richie Powell, and Max Roach. Listening to this version did lead me to go back and listen to the original 1956 recording. And this version is creative as well as showing a lot of respect for the original. And Al Foster is one of the old jazz masters who, while he didn't play on the original version of this one, did play with the likes of Sonny Rollins, Miles Davis, McCoy Tyner, Herbie Hancock, uh, whose tunes are all represented on this album, as are some originals by the band members, including Al Foster. Sonny Rollins, Pent Up House. And this is Larry Sadman saying bye for now. Next week, a top 10 countdown of the albums most selected as the best of 2022 by jazz critics and reviewers. Music